What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome to the show. It is all about Minecraft updates here. Whether those are updates that are actually announced for the game and they're coming one day, or these are updates that we're just imagining and having fun with throwing ideas out there. If that's the kind of thing you like, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad you decided to stop by. Um, so we got a uh, announcement on Twitter that there is not going to be any snapshots this week. So I'm taking it upon myself to talk about something else. <laughs> um, there's no no new news, no new announcements to talk about um, in regards to 1.20, the Trails and Tales update. Unfortunately, I can't wait to see if they are actually done with adding things to the game. I, I know they said that they were done adding new features, but then they came out and, and showed new things kind of like right after that. So maybe they're done just adding new major features, but uh, I, I'm excited to see if they add any sort of like minor thing. I, I would like to see something. Um, and, and I'm really, really excited for the Trails and Tales update. It's going to be a great one. But until then, uh, we are going to be talking about other things. One thing that has been fascinating um, is I, I've, I've been continuing playing in the April Fool's snapshot. The I forget what the number designation of that snapshot is, but it's the April Fool's snapshot the vote update. And uh, you're able to go to the moon in that in that snapshot. And I've been having fun, like kind of building a, a moon base on the moon in Minecraft. And I have figured out that with the existing mechanics in that snapshot, you can actually create uh, working airlocks and working pressurized rooms with um, just having, you know, two rooms and then, you know, they're both, they have, they're blocked off with doors. And then you have in one room, you have just one packed air block pressurizing the room. And so that's the main room you go into. And then the secondary room, which is sort of the entrance into your base, can pressurize and depressurize depending on which doors you open. So I've been having a lot of fun with that, and I kind of want to take it underwater and see if you can do the same thing with perhaps a uh, subnautical base. That would be really, really fun to play around with. So you'll probably see me doing things like that in the videos if you're watching this, either on Spotify or on YouTube. Um, the YouTube stuff will come on, will come out later on, but uh, yeah, that's probably what you'll see me doing. Having a lot of fun doing that. Uh, let me know if you guys have been playing in that snapshot. Let me know what you've been doing, um, because I think there's a lot of potential for things from that particular snapshot to come to the vanilla game things I would really love to see come to the vanilla game. So if you guys have been playing with that snapshot and you too feel the same way, let me know. Send me an email, digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And speaking of emails, uh, that's what we're going to be discussing in this episode. We got a listener email from Super Speed Fighter. And the title of the email got my attention because the title is, Do You Like the Movie Interstellar? And I got to say right away, Interstellar is one of my top five favorite movies. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that in this podcast before, but Interstellar, directed by Christopher Nolan, um, starring Matthew McConaughey, uh, Anne Hathaway, and Michael Caine, some really great actors in that movie. And it's about space travel. It's about 
<laughs> other dimensions. It's about time travel. It's about all sorts of things that I'm fascinated by. So it's one of my favorite movies. So that's why the title of this email really caught my attention. So let's get into the email. They write, hey there, Rebel. I was thinking about the deep, dark, widescreen TV, and I thought about what might lie behind it. Remember, this portal was created by the ancients, as evidenced by Disc 5. However, the portal is long closed. What's inside it? I reflected upon your idea for a dimension that repeats infinitely, and the Tesseract from Interstellar came to mind. And if you watch the movie, you know what they're talking about. What if the portal had been severed, but not entirely disconnected from the Skulk dimension. Maybe a new dimension could take the form of a massive maze stretching in all three directions, with gravity determined by the position of the player's cursor. Mobs here would pathfind exclusively towards the player, unaffected by gravity. At the ends of corridors, perhaps there could be occasionally ruined, or in some cases even intact, portals to other dimensions, even possibly hinting at dimensions yet to be added. I would think that eventually there would be a portal to the Skulk dimension, but it would be hard to find. Let me know what you think. Your fan, Super Speed Fighter. Super Speed Fighter realized they were Murph's ghost and that logically meant they were dead. <laughs> and yeah, if you've watched the movie, you'll know what that's talking about. Thank you for the email, Super Speed Fighter. Very fascinating things to talk about here, especially the idea of, yeah, a dimension that repeats itself infinitely. There are actually so-called uh, broken seeds that you can go to in Minecraft where the terrain, um, on certain Y levels anyway, will repeat itself indefinitely. I've been to one of those, um, one of those worlds and there are cave systems that have repeating patterns that just repeat alongside, uh, along a certain x-axis and it repeats infinitely the same thing over and over and it would be really cool if that sort of thing defined a new dimension that you go into this dimension and no matter where you look it, it it's a repeating pattern infinitely so let's talk a little bit about that imagine that no matter what direction you look at in this new dimension the terrain is generating in the same repeating geometric shapes creating an infinite pattern. So it's not a dimension that's like floating islands. It's not a giant cave. It's not something like the overworld. It's literally just this geometric, infinitely repeating structure kind of dimension, and you're just inside of it. This could be just general terrain generation with some cosmetic variances like caves, structures, and plant life. So not everything is the exact same no matter where you go in the dimension. Things do change, but the, but the structure of the dimension remains the same, infinitely repeating geometric shapes. Now, gravity being determined by the player's cursor position, I don't know about this because it could be tedious looking at your feet all the time to keep your you know, feet on the ground all the time. And also the game might have a little bit of difficulty, you know, rendering players kind of in different positions related to each other in a multiplayer kind of situation. So maybe instead of that, maybe in this dimension there is zero gravity 
unless you are wearing boots made of a specific material such as diamond or iron. So for instance, we already have specialized boots. You have leather boots for walking on top of powdered snow and you have gold boots, um, usually gold boots and or gold, any kind of armor that is made out of gold. But a lot of people use boots, uh, keep piglins from attacking you, at least the normal piglins. Piglins brutes will still attack you. Um, but we have a precedent for this. So maybe in this dimension, wearing diamond boots allow you to have gravity and then taking them off allow you to float around. And this would, um, this would allow you to have some sort of control over your, you know, travel around this really crazy dimension. Um, their point that mobs in this dimension would pathfind towards the player unaffected by gravity. Um, I think they would be really cool to have new flying mobs in this kind of dimension. It would make sense if there's zero gravity in this dimension that these mobs would not have, you know, evolved or, you know, been creative or whatever with like feet, things that rely on gravity. But instead they would use their wings. They would use some sort of way to propel themselves through the air. And uh, maybe we could use these mobs, these flying mobs, whether we could tame them or maybe hook leashes to them or something. It could be a fun way to get around this dimension by flying or by utilizing these flying mobs somehow. And to their point of ruined or intact portals to other dimensions appearing at the ends of corridors in this maze-like dimension, um, it re that would be really cool if this dimension is sort of like a hub or nexus for other dimensions that this is sort of the access point to get to more dimensions other than um, the nether and the end and the overworld. This would be a way to get to a new category of dimensions or a whole new family or group of dimensions. So a lot of really cool ideas in here. Um, and that'll bring us to the end of this episode. So guys, if you have any ideas or comments about this, send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I would love to explore this further. And guys, until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.